0: Sean Dizzle, Mikey Hizzle, Prez Bizzle, what up, man, this is episode 200. We're so excited. Everybody scream. (laughs) Happy recording
1: day. Happy recording day. Screwed up though. Why? I think Laurel wanted to be introduced as the, it's okay. the president of the fan club who loves cults.
2: Yeah, who loves a good cult. A good cult.
0: Oh. All right, there you go. You just gave her the introduction of her life.
3: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's,
0: it's screw nothing up. I never mess up. What is going on, dude? We finally made it to episode two hundred and it feels really, really good. And we're gonna make this one count for the history books.
1: Faux show. Sure. Yeah. How fitting that we got the prez on.
2: It's mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> fits like a glove.
2: That's right.
0: I just wish we could have uh one done this sooner, two, done this all in person. It really would have been dope. Heck yeah. Uh but you know, hey. Covid, sniff, sniff, sneeze, sneeze, cough, cough. Uh, we got to do what we got to do. So, Prez, how you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Good. Mm-hmm.
0: Good. Good. Thank you for joining us for 200, and yes. oh, we're happy that you're here. It's exciting.
2: It's a big one.
0: That's what she said. It's huge. So, Sean.
2: you're just wrong you're wrong
0: we're just rolling it's probably going to be the
1: most played podcast
0: of the year
2: but for real though
0: I know right Um, you'll never see another one bigger (laughs) I tell you
2: (laughs) what What was that supposed to be (laughs) That was a a gay Trump. Is that that what it was?
0: You know who I am. I'm the Trumpster. Look at these hands. Look at these hands. They're big. You sound like
2: if Donald Trump was Italian.
0: Oh, well.
2: Or something like that.
0: Oh. What are you going to do, huh?
2: Oh, boy. Here we go.
0: Yeah. So uh, we're stupid excited. Uh, It's 200. And um, we want to talk to you about one of your newfound loves in life.
2: It's not newfound. It's been there. Oh, really? Oh, yes.
1: Okay. It's newfound to me that she is super into this. Yes. Hmm. It's oh, like I'm excited. It's like you've been in the closet, sort of.
2: Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out. I want the world to.
0: <laughs> so you love Colts, huh?
2: I do. So I have a love of like true, po- true crime in general. I've listened to lots of podcasts about true crime. First I need to say I was recently Called for jury duty It's been a lifelong dream Uh, And They released The panel that I was supposed to be on So I did not get to serve I am heartbroken mm. Okay Let's just say that first
0: Wow Um, Sean have you Ever done jury duty Why you
1: gotta ask me that man I'm just
0: asking. I'm wondering. It's already in the mail
1: because you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) And they ain't gonna remove the panel. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you've been chosen.
2: You're the chosen one."
1: And then Laurel's gonna be like, "Fuck you, Sean. Why were you so special?" (laughs) I mean, I would. But no, I've knock on wood. I've never had to
0: yet. Hmm well i have and it sucks and so i am thoroughly surprised that this is something that you're disappointed about
2: like i would like to be in sequester and like a big heavy hitter yeah
0: you okay. want
1: something you want something beefy and dramatic though you're not like did the drunk guy
2: <laughs> yeah did the drunk guy who blew a 7.1 on the meter is he guilty or not that's bullshit <laughs> I need DNA. I need hair fibers. <laughs> <All> that shit.
0: <laughs> wow!
1: I want example three B.
3: <laughs>
0: Exhibit three yeah. B. Yeah.
2: So wow. anyway, oh, so so what offset- does that have to do with cults? I'm getting there. So the offset of true crime usually goes into cult because there's some kind of crime usually involved in a cult. Ah. And recently I've been watching the documentary um by Leah Remini about Scientology. Yep. Which have just sparked it all over again.
1: Well wait, wait, wait. Before we continue down your cult thing, so the the crime part of it, like how did you get into being interested in cults just because of crime stuff. Like what was the correlation there?
2: Um, well, I think a lot of it has to do with like, like psychology and that kind of, and like how people interact with each other, because that's, I was going to go back to school and get a degree in psychology. And so I think that that's probably where the draw is, is just, you know, the human connection and yeah, how people can get sucked into a cult so easily,
1: true, I mean that is fascinating.
0: What do you think it is though what's the what do you think is the number one driver
2: um I honestly, and Sean and I kind of talked about this before, I think you know every human being wants a sense of connection and to feel connected to someone and something and to feel like they matter. And mm-hmm. I feel like at the root of all of these cults is people just want to feel like they matter to someone and, yeah. you know, to have a sense of community and that's what these cults and in their individual weird ways provide.
0: Yeah. Like a sense of belonging. Yeah. Well, and I think I'd people too
1: that. want, they want to follow somebody.
3: Yeah,
1: I don't know if it's because it's easier, or if it's just that thing inside of people that gravitate towards a leader, you know.
3: Hmm.
0: Well, sure. Most of the time, the uh, uh, the leader is quite charismatic and attractive, mm-hmm. and you know, all of that.
2: Sure. Well, I think inherently sense. people want to be led in a way. You know, I mean, it's not easy to be the leader. I mean, I think you still need to have someone guiding you or overseeing you. And whether that's, you know, Jesus or L. Ron Hubbard or, you know, a comet, an alien on a UFO behind a comet. You know, I mean, they (laughs) want they have a person, a higher person, higher being. That is their leader, you know.
0: Take me to your leader. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think that always looking up definitely can provide a sense of security and um, and alleviate a lot of stress of being out of control. Because there's a sense that okay, if I'm not in control, there's somebody that's bigger and better than me that I can trust to be in control and therefore my vulnerability becomes less scary
2: yeah exactly
0: but unfortunately that vulnerability uh becomes that much easier to be taken advantage of right Mm -hmm. when it comes down to cults and that's where it gets real scary
2: because then you have the person who you know they have the mentality of the person that is vulnerable is easy prey and they know the right things to say and mm-hmm. to get them to believe in what they want and you know these like the leaders they think you know that they're doing the right thing and they know what they're talking about and you know it's just you know some people are better salesmen than other people and those you know those are the people that are the leaders of the cults that can get you know the weak and the vulnerable in real easy.
1: Um, Sure. I mean, even with like, Hey, I have all these like answers or questions that I don't, I can't answer. You know, what's the meaning mm -hmm. of life? How do I better myself? My marriage sucks. How do I make it better? My finances are struggling. How do I make that better? And then here's this person who's like, Oh, I have that answer. Follow Mm
2: -hmm. me. (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i mean because if you look at it okay i mean we've all had our church backgrounds. there was a reason you got into church whether it was it was you know you were raised that way okay so there's people that were born into faults because their families were in it so you know i mean you got into church
1: born this way
2: there you go (laughs) maybe it was a cult You know, so you have those people who were born in it. That's all they're born and raised with. That's all they know is ex leader and this is how we follow it. You know, we, we believed in, you know, or believe in Jesus and God and those teachings of the Bible, you know, and because that's how we were raised, you know, but then other people may be like, well, you guys are nuts, you know, you're, I mean, look at Catholicism, you know, their idol is, you know, the Virgin Mary. You know, so it's like, it's just, it's all dependent, I think, upon, you know, again, how you're raised, what you're, you know, born into, that kind of thing. And then some people just go out seeking it because, like we said, they need, you know, a reason to believe, they need a higher power, they need help with bettering themselves or something in their life, and they find a way to do it, no matter what it is.
1: Sure. Yeah. So... Top three cults that you,
2: okay. you what do ready? you call
1: it that you like that you're intrigued with? I don't know what to say.
2: It's my favorite. I'm just gonna say it. They're my favorite.
3: Alright. <laughs> <laughs> do you boo so,
2: Scientology is a big one, and I, I mean it's fresh to me because I just watched the documentary, which if you haven't watched, I highly recommend it. Um
1: Yeah, we're still so that watching it. The-
2: Mm-hmm. see I told you you'd like it so that's a good one and that's one that several people know um, my second would be Heaven's Gate that one if you're not familiar is um, Marshall Applewhite was his name he was the leader and they um, believed that there was a UFO behind the comet hale in the 90s and they Died to join onto the UFO that was behind the comet. That's Is the that the one, one
0: where they they drank the Kool Aid?
2: No, that was well. They didn't drink Kool Aid. That was James Town. That's another good cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaven's. They did Heaven's Gate. They um, all had phenobarbital you know, and applesauce, and um, there was like. Let me look at my notes real fast. Uh-huh. There was 39 of them that they all committed suicide. They're, they had, they all wore the same clothes. They had Nikes, black sweatpants, a black shirt, and then they were covered in like a purple shroud.
0: Yeah. They were all pretty fly. And
2: well, they, they had killed $5. Dead, right? A, they each had a $5 bill and three quarters in their pocket. <clears throat>
1: Was that the toll to get on the ship?
2: The $5 was for vagrancy fines and the three quarters were for phone calls home. Oh. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, because that was a while back where payphones were still a thing. Yeah. And you know, <laughs>
1: aliens obviously had payphones on of their Of course planet. they did.
0: Of course they did.
2: You don't know, you've never been there.
1: you are so right I do not know
2: and then number three would be um, the Branch Davidians in Waco which they Mm. have another good um, uh, documentary series whatever yeah that was really good too
0: Waco by the one and only
2: David Koresh Mm -hmm. mm-hmm
0: And how did they die? They didn't die. No, they, I I think there was a big gunfight in Waco, wasn't it? That
2: was the big thing between the FBI and the ATF. Yeah. and The government yeah. the government done fucked them over.
3: Yeah, they did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fuck Stop the government.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: butcher, but 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 fuck um,
0: These views do not necessarily agree with <laughs> the hosts of Unchurched Podcast. Disclaimer. We love our government.
3: <laughs>
2: Except for Trump. Sorry, just had throw that in there.
0: I gave you $1,200, didn't I? <laughs> All right, cool.
2: But you talked about Jamestown. That's probably top five. They're the ones that drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Technically, uh, it was Flavor-Aid. Great flavor Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it was in the 80s I think the 70s or the 80s maybe interesting yeah they're another good one too that guy was a wacko
0: I think they're all wackos right in some respect
2: well yeah <laughs> so who do you want to talk about first
0: you're the one with the notes
1: I, like I said <laughs> I I don't know uh dropping the bucket when it comes to things of cults. Um, I know Michael has the Bible on cults, so he can probably speak to some of it. But you're, like, super passionate, and this is your thing, so, I mean, I know it's kind of, like, reverse because we're the hosts, but who fucking cares? Like, (laughs) you can lead this thing if you want, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But here, here, I will say this, though. Personally, because you got me into watching uh the docuseries um on Scientology that's like fresh in my mind and I can kind of speak to that all right aside from that you do you boo
2: well I'll talk about the other two because they'll be faster because Scientology there's a lot there because it's still current sure all right I mean Hizzle Hizzle, are you cool with that Hizzle you good
0: I'm all good. You sound like a little robot though, at least to me. Yeah, a little bit. But Me? Yeah, buddy.
1: The government's no, listening. That's why.
2: It's because Michael said you hadn't got called for jury duty.
0: <laughs> nope, it's because you said fuck the government. And then all <laughs> of a sudden he started. Well,
2: yeah, sorry about I'll- that. We we love the government. Who's listening?
0: All of a sudden, he starts sounding like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to save us, but
2: you know. I'm sorry. Um, okay. The Branch Davidians, you ready? Yes. Okay. They um, were originally started in 1935, part of the Seventh Day Adventist. Is that how you say it? Uh, oh,
3: mm-hmm. oh, yeah.
0: I love those people. Those are the people that believe that um, we shouldn't be worshiping on Sunday. We should be worshiping on the seventh day, which is Saturday. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, The seven-day Adventists have transitioned over the years. They've changed their name a few times to become a little bit more popular. They go, well, they used to go by the name uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints. Those are the same people.
2: Oh, okay. LDS.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I do know that much. But anyway, please proceed.
2: Well, so that's how these guys started. Um, and they moved to Waco and started um, Mount Carmel. Mount Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Carmel. Okay. Carmel. Carmel. Yeah. For the second coming. Uh, that's what they started. Um, in 1981, Vernon Howell, who was a young man, came to study at the um, at the place in Waco. Um, he changed his name to David Koresh um, because that was his name. Yeah, because he felt like he had biblical ties to King David and Cyrus the Great, which Koresh is the Hebrew name of Cyrus. Mm -hmm. um by 1984 the allegiance of the people that live there had shifted their um their allegiance to david koresh instead of the original person that started it
0: yeah so if i remember if i remember correctly he actually was trying to sell people on the fact that he was in the line of david like they shared a bloodline like he was like a uh a thirteenth or a or hundredth, you know, yeah. removed grandson or something like that yeah. of King David. Yeah. And people actually believed him. Like there was no <laughs> there was no twenty three and me. There was no <laughs> DNA testing like we have today that would pin him back to that area. But he believed it and he sold other people on it, which is amazing.
2: Um one thing that I found interesting was that the, well, at least these three that I looked further into, like they all heavily relied on the book of revelations.
0: Mm, interesting.
2: Yeah. So,
0: which is the only book in the new Testament, which is primarily prophecy.
2: Yeah. Right. So, so I guess Fresh went off of revelation two. Um, they talked about the lamb and he that's what he would call himself he would call himself the lamb and that um the lamb would come before jesus and pave the way for him so he felt like he was the lamb Hmm. paving the way for jesus to come and then interesting by the end of their time they were known as the students of the seven seals
0: I remember that term as well. Interesting. So, so Revelation 5 2 says, uh, and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. This had nothing at all to do with him, homeboy.
3: Uh,
2: this no, but is he, yeah, he felt that was about him. So, and that he was wow. to clear the way and pave the way for Jesus to come back at the second coming
0: oh i love this guy already
2: (laughs) so that yeah that was well you should watch the waco docuseries then
0: i'm gonna have to
2: it's really good so that was his thing but then of course you know you throw in that he was they were he was marrying within the people that were in the compound so like children and whatever and like he the the docu-series portrays it that he was the only one that could be married and like he um was the only one that could have children and like he took on the sins of the flesh for the other people because he was you know in the lineage of God yeah
0: yeah so I mean what's interesting I think is like you said that one common thing is that a lot of these cults use the book of Revelation as their authority Uh, They obviously take scripture out of context in order to twist it, right? To be what they want it to be. But, I mean, Revelation 5 is all about Jesus. It's not about him, obviously. Jesus is the one and the only one who was, you know, deemed worthy to open up the seals of the book. I mean, for crying out loud, John chapter 1 says that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. In other words, he was literally the living word of God. And the book that was sealed with the seven seals represents Christ. It doesn't represent anybody else. Or, you know, the scripture literally says there wasn't a a man on earth or in heaven that was worthy. The only one is Jesus. So they literally just refused to read the book.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah.
0: And I love it. I I love that people can be so sheepish and it breaks my heart at the same time. Anyway, go ahead.
2: Well, so I was just to say so their end came when um the ATS so the FBI came in, they were thinking that he they were like um, abusing children and whatnot. And so even though they supposedly they didn't have any proof um so the atf and the fbi came in and they kind of crossed hairs and the fbi pursued a raid on the compound instead of rather having them come out and there was a big it was like a 50 some day standoff and then they um the branch davidians ended up starting fires on the inside um Rather than, it it was just a whole big death. But, so that's how they kind of came to an end.
0: And a ton of people died as a result, right?
2: Yeah. uh, But, like, they weren't. Interesting. Like, it's just, like, it's weird to me because, like, they weren't going out and, like, bothering people outside. Like, they stayed within their compound. They were self-reliant, you know, on the food that they grew, the things that they did. Were there wrongdoings within the compound? Probably. But it's like they weren't bothering anyone. They were out in the middle of nowhere. They weren't bothering anybody else. So it's like if they want to be crazy let them be crazy. Right.
0: Yeah but I mean he had multiple wives right? And he was like if I remember correctly He stole multiple wives he yeah he took he took wives from the men that were following him like dude your wife is hotter than mine uh revelation chapter five verse three <laughs> says that you know i get to sleep with any woman in this community
2: i mean I'm i was saying that he wasn't crazy i mean clearly there's something not right in noggin but right you know it's not i mean there's other cults that like they were going out like there's a cult in like Asia, that they were going out and they were poisoning pu- people in the public. Like that shit is okay. Yeah, go after them, but you know, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, he was cuckoo. But hmm. there's people that do a lot worse. That's all. The government needed to just simmer down a little. But we love the government.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, is Sean, are you still a robot? Hi. <laughs> with- with
3: <laughs> <laughs> you ass
0: See uh, you know what I think that that's what's common With all of these cults That sex is a big driver yeah. You know you got these dudes That just want to bang every chick that comes in sight
2: Well it's the and, sins um, of the flesh They don't mean to Sins of the flesh
0: <laughs> The sins of the flesh
1: That they yeah. gladly take on for others
0: Oh yeah Sure so that you're not tempted to evil, let me go ahead and do some evil for you.
1: Let me fuck your wife. Yeah, and have a kid. You ain't with doing her. it right anyway. So, and then when you, right. when she births the baby, it's not yours, but you still have to like look up to me as your leader.
0: Okay, Laurel, you need to pay extra taxes or something. For it's real. Apologize. Apologize to the government. Apologize to Trump. Sorry. Do something. Oh my god.
2: Sorry, government.
0: Sounds terrible i do yeah buddy you do
1: (laughs) but no one else does
0: no we're clear as we're clear as the Scientologists right now
1: i'm on 5g bro
3: yeah i say with air quotes right all right well
2: Well, that's that's the branch davidians for you
1: I love it. So the branch Davidians Cuckoos. were essentially just LDS. Start it that way, it sounds like. Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah.
2: Part. Well, because doesn't the LDS now, aren't they the ones that like take multiple wives?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, essentially Mormons, right?
2: Yeah. Well, then you have the FLDS. That's another offset, right? Yeah. I watched Sister Wide. <laughs> oh boy
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So what, what's All your right. second one Next is Heaven's Gate
1: The Comet People
2: They were formed in the 1970s By Mr. Marshall Applewhite um, His teachings were From the King James Version of the Bible In the New Testament Um His <laughs> partner, they weren't married, His partner His to partner. it by Doe. Her name was Bonnie. He was T and she was Doe. That was their names. They believe they were the two witnesses that are talked about in Revelation.
1: Oh my gosh. Did they? Are they the ones who came up with Tito's Vodka? No. T and Doe? <laughs> Tito's?
2: <laughs> no, Doe, like a deer. Like a female, so a deer, a female
1: deer. It was a bad joke.
2: Just be yes, quiet, and pay attention.
0: Well, damn, learn something.
2: Okay, so what is the two witnesses' comment and Revelation? What is that for real?
0: Uh, the two witnesses, um, refer to, um, The two that come to preach Jesus after the uh, rapture. So after the rapture happens, then comes the uh, the uh, the time of tribulation, if you will, where uh, Satan reigns over the earth through the um, through the uh, Antichrist. Antichrist thank you I don't know it was right there I almost said it so the Antichrist is ruling and reigning over the earth um, with the whole one world government type of deal that's supposed to go on and and the two the the two witnesses are the ones that um, that preach Christ during the tribulation period and so that so that um, those that believe they or those that are left behind have their last chance to um to receive Christ so to speak and eventually they um become martyred um before the end of the tribulation period so those are the two witnesses in revelation
2: interesting
0: yeah
2: um so,
0: keep it coming I, I I love this stuff oh my god I haven't done, I haven't I haven't played Bible trivia in forever
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I
0: still remember the Bible y'all even though I don't go to church I still remember the Bible
2: all right I like it um so they sold all their worldly possessions they cut off contact with their outside people um and then well, her name's Bonnie Nettles. She died of cancer, and so then Marshall kind of went into, like, overdrive.
1: Should have um, been a Scientologist.
2: Should have, <laughs> wouldn't have died.
3: Um,
2: but, you know, so now there's not the two oh, witnesses boy. anymore, so he had to take it all himself. So he believed that he was, uh, let me get this right, Jesus' successor and present representative of Christ on Earth.
1: During the Tribulation, yeah.
0: But there wasn't a tribulation.
3: But that's what he was. Have
0: no idea what he just said. <laughs> well, what did she just and say?
2: That's what I don't know. He said
1: Jesus representative.
2: Jesus successor. Oh, and and present representative of Christ on earth.
1: I didn't hear the successor part.
2: Oh, that's what he oh, okay. was. Um so they interesting um the group got a home in I think Los Angeles. Um and they call it a monastery. Um and they live there and they they have there's videos online you can find. They so um oh you like this one guys, they believed in castration. Ouch. And they used to do it themselves before like people got really bad infections and then they started going to the hospital to get castrated
1: that's like old school
2: there you go then that way you won't give in to your worldly sins of the flesh Yeah. see
1: there's a word for those people stupid in the bible (laughs) eunuchs yes yeah but there's another word what's the other word I can't remember it
0: hey a question Sean yeah. Do you have yourself being recorded on a separate channel?
1: Yeah, that's why I'm not worried if I sound like a robot to you.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't
2: know what the
0: fuck you just said.
2: That's why like he doesn't <laughs> sound like a robot to us.
0: Okay. I'm so glad you got yourself on a separate channel. <laughs> yeah. Good.
2: So, when it was time to go, okay, they yep. took um phenobarbital with applesauce and vodka, and um they w- warning they put <laughs> bags over their heads to wait a minute was it fixation?
0: was it Tito's vodka?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might have been.
0: You know it was.
2: <laughs> you Dumbasses. Oh
3: <laughs> well, wait,
0: his name was T and her name was Doe. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Are you Did guys get it? I'm done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I picked
2: uh, what I- you were putting down and I threw it on the ground and stomped on.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So they put bags over their head so they would suffocate. They had a black shirt, sweatpants, and Nikes, which Nike stopped making after the fact. Um, oh, they my. had... Armband patches that said Heaven's Gate Away Team. <laughs> Boom. Oh
3: God.
0: Freaking banners.
2: They each had a five dollar bill and three quarters for vagrancy fines and phone calls. Um, it was 39 members over the course of three days. And after like the first set would die, then the ones alive would put like a purple shroud over their bodies. You can also find the pictures online.
0: Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Oh, maybe the 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 seventy five cents was so that their family members could be called, so that the person doing it doesn't incur the cost themselves. Like this, the, their last gift. I'm not sure Here's what long distance
2: fees from the comment were, so it could have been that. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I mean, that's not what I mean. What I mean is...
3: I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know
0: what? I'm going to take that joke, and I'm picking up what you're laying down. (laughs) I'm going to take that joke, and I'm going to throw it on the ground, and I'm going to step on it and crush it.
2: Fine. Touche. Touche. So that was in 1996. They joined on the UFO behind Hail Bob, and that was the end of Heaven's Gate. (laughs)
0: All of that just to control and take somebody else's wife.
2: No, they didn't. I They weren't so much like to take wives. They were more so to um, spread the word. I don't know. Because they didn't oh. like, like sex wasn't a thing to them. And they were all adults. There wasn't any like children in that one that I can recall. So, yeah.
3: Because okay, if that's you're
1: going to be point. in a cult and there's sex, it's got to be with adults and kids. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Is that in your cult
0: Bible that you have, Michael? Uh yeah, on page <clears throat> six thirty-nine or or three sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up. The next one is on page three sixty nine.
2: The next one.
0: Emphasis on the sixty nine.
2: <clears throat> ready for the next one? Yeah. Scientology.
0: I love it. This is my one of my favorites.
2: These people there's a lot here. hmm Sean, you want to say what you learned?
3: Yeah, Sean,
0: say what you learned. <laughs> 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 Why am I still a robot? <laughs> no, actually you sound pretty good right now. It's because we're not I,
1: talking I about Trump and the
0: government. government. Oh shit. Really
1: Look
2: don't. what you did.
1: So i upon
2: David Miscavige to make this podcast nice.
1: What I've learned so far from (laughs) Scientology Oh damn Somebody's going to hell (laughs) uh, Sorry yes please I mean in a nutshell this old semen
2: Oh (laughs) semen
3: bases
1: an entire religion on a book called Dianetics. Yes. Mm-hmm. And basically self improvement, you know, and then creates this Ponzi scheme essentially, <laughs> where it's just a money maker and it's an outlet for him to not be questioned. And he can abuse whoever he wants and manipulate whoever he wants. And it's, um, the barrier to entry is super universal with like, oh, Uh. you have stress in your life. I know exactly how to get the stress away from your life. It's going to cost $150, but we're going to, we're going to put you in this course. And you're going to live stress free. I mean, look at this promotional video. That bitch said that you are going to. So, of course, it's true because they've already done it. And then you Mm -hmm. keep going up their. What do they call it? The. Not the ladder. The bridge. The bridge. The bridge. Yeah. And total freedom. Hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in this air quote religion. And they pretty much rule your life. And if you question it at all, you become a suppressive person, an SP, or an enemy. And they either get you in line, shut you up, and take more money. Or they come after you and make your life miserable.
0: All right, now say something positive about it so that you don't sound like a robot.
1: (laughs) Scientology is actually very brilliant. I will give it that. I'm not even kidding. Like, the fact that this guy (laughs) created this religion and so many... Like, it works. I mean, they have so much money. People follow it. People believe it. And not even just people who are, like, born into it. Just everyday people walking by and they're like, hey, take this free stress test. And then they end up mortgaging their homes, getting shut out from their family because they're not Scientologists. They have to open up all these credit cards. I mean, it's just insane, man. And none of it is about religion. And then once you work your way up to like OT7 or OT8, and you realize, oh shit, this is a bunch of bullshit. They're like, oh no, you did it wrong. You're going to have to start all over again. (laughs) Wow. That's what I think.
2: Way to go.
1: Um, I don't know if you understood any
0: of that in my robot voice. (laughs) <laughs> hey, listen. That's all right because in, in post we're gonna hear you completely clear. I'm
1: yeah, actually and then we're gonna
2: sound like the idiot for making fun of him sounding like a robot.
0: I'm actually um, yeah, exactly.
1: I'm, I'm writing on the back of that Hogart comment, so that's why reception's a little shoddy. Mm. I only had fifty cents. I didn't have the full seventy five to ring you guys in. <laughs>
0: Oh. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I, I feel like I feel like Laurel and I are um, are talking to our old dementia ridden, senile <laughs> grandfather <laughs> at the nursing home.
1: I oh, wow, is like, that
2: you? Did you come back? <laughs> I can,
1: I can just feel like, it because you're not even paying attention to what I'm saying. You're just making <laughs> just... robot moves. <laughs> And laughing
0: <laughs> We're like We're just kind of like Nodding our heads Like yeah Yeah You're right Tell me about the war again Grandpa
2: Powerful great, Hallelujah <laughs>
0: Hallelujah Oh Tell me again How you kissed Marilyn Monroe <laughs> She invited you She invited you out For coffee And a cigarette <laughs> And then she invited you up to her room, and you guys made passionate love all night long. <laughs>
3: wow!
0: <laughs> the next the next day, she she gave you a part in her movie, and uh, it was actually you controlling the fan when she was standing over that sewer grate, and her her skirt went up. You were there for the whole thing. Hashtag me too.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Oh we we heard that now it's
2: nice and clear. Now, didn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> of course. <clears throat> oh Lord.
0: Uh, yeah. So, dianetics.
2: Yeah. So he was. They. That was 1950s. You right? Re-
1: you really have no idea what I just said. I mean, not a clue.
2: I heard bits and pieces of it. Not a clue. I mean, he got it. <clears throat> I knew what he was saying he got it. He got the gist of it.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, this podcast so Don't sucks. repeat it for me.
0: <laughs> you said you weren't even going to talk and then you're going to a five minute rant.
3: <laughs> she asked
1: me a question,
0: bro. I'm done. You're like, I'm not even going to talk on this podcast. It's just going to be the two of you.
1: <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> 15 minutes later, <laughs> we get awarded. <laughs> yeah,
2: what he said. <laughs> That's what. We'll be like, yes, Sean. what he said. <laughs> I, listen, I, got, I heard parts of what you're saying. You're right. You're talking about OT7 and OT8. I heard you.
1: Yeah, and then you have to start oh. over again because you're like, oh, it didn't work.
2: Yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> listen, everyone who's listening to this right now heard me. So
3: just move on. <laughs>
2: All right. Yes, you see, I said you're right. Mm-hmm. So it started in the 1950s. L. Ron Hubbard wrote Dianetics. Let me tell you a little about L. Ron. Okay.
0: All right. His told first you, name but... was Lafayette, which is the coolest first name in the world. You're right. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, he was in the Navy. It's a street in Detroit. He what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh I'm ah! God! Episode two hundred, y'all.
2: <laughs> this was <is> wrong.
3: <laughs>
2: now he's got the giggles. All right. (laughs) Keep going. L. Ron Hubbard. He was in the Navy. A seaman. Is that where you went with that? (laughs)
3: That's what he said. I didn't get that. But that's
0: funny. He was a seaman. Yep.
2: (laughs) So when he got out of the military, I think he was like honorably discharged or something. I don't know. He claims that he yeah, quotes honorably. He claims that he um, had several war injuries and he got several medals um, when in truth, he had arthritis and pink eye and that's why he got out. Oh my. Um, The medals that he claims he has, um, one of them is one that just like anybody gets when you're in the military, like it's a national service medal and then The other ones, oh, he said he got a purple heart, but the purple heart that he shows that he got um, was not given at the time when he was in service. Um, Some of, like, three or four of the other medals that he says he got um, are not medals that the United States military gives out. So he's a big, fat liar head.
0: (laughs) He's a liar head. I love that.
2: Um, Someone so, farted on his pillow. There goes goes. So he started Dianetics. <laughs> he, um, at one point he claimed bankruptcy and Dianetics got bought from him. And so then that's when he started the Church of Scientology. Uh. Um, and according to the website, um, Scientology is not just something you believe in, it's something you do. Hmm. Um, and as of 2011, they claim this was on the Scientology website, they claim that they have 40,000 members worldwide. Um, and that the C organization, which is. Um, So, like, you have your regular parishioners that attend the church, and then you have, if you choose to become, like, a member, you join the C-Organization. So, because he was in the military, everything is an organization, and he makes everything look like a military. So, the C-Org is what they call it. Those are people that are on staff. Um, They wear military naval uniforms, similar. They get paid. It's not a lot, but they get paid. They do work, but it's shit work. Um, And then they live, one of the bases that they live in has barbed wire, but the barbed wire points in as well as points out. So you can't get out and you can't get in.
0: Dude, that's freaky.
2: It's like a prison base. That's in Hemet, California. It's called Gold Base.
0: Yeah, because they got so much money.
2: Yeah. So um, David Miscavige is the... Ecclesiastical leader. That's what his title is. Um, Interesting. And they claim that they have more than 11,000 churches, missions, and groups throughout the world. But it's so like the numbers that they say that they have of members of the church, they obviously say it's very high, but it's the complete opposite.
0: So, so hold on then. So if that dude is the ecclesi ecclesiastical leader
2: leader, Mm-hmm.
0: where does Tom Cruise come in at? Because I thought he was like, just anointed as the, the Christ of Scientology or something like that recently, wasn't he?
2: So he got like a, like their, uh, it's like their medal of freedom or something. So you have, when you're in Scientology, you have um, like Sean said, the bridge to total freedom. So you start mm-hmm. out in these um, zero levels, and then you go into um, OT, which is operating Satan. So each person has Satan's that are in your body, which <laughs> which are particles of past human beings that the aliens made or something. It's completely. Bizarre. I don't know. So when you're on OT level, it's operating Satan <clears throat> level and it goes from. I don't think it started at zero. I think it starts at one, doesn't it, Sean?
1: I think so. I think the zeros are the first,
2: the, like the ground level.
1: Small classes.
2: Yeah. So then as you yeah. climb into OT one, two, three, um, each course costs thousands of dollars, um, costs. Um, like it, I think like,
1: they're saying on the uh, the docu series that each OT is like anywhere between twenty and fifty thousand dollars.
2: Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So um. On top you of your
1: up- fucking dues or whatever it's called.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you progress up the level to so a bit the the goal is for to clear the planet, which means. If you reach the top of the bridge, you're clear, which means you um, can control your own self. You can control, you know, your situations around you. You can even heal yourself. If you get sick, you can heal yourself. Um, so cancer. Yes. That's what they believe.
0: Cool. <laughs> I love this.
2: A quote that came, so on their website, they have a video, which is a free seminar um, titled Solutions for a Dangerous Environment. They say, a person is as successful as he is able to adjust the environment to him, not the other way around. Which, okay. Hmm. So you control your environment, you don't let your environment control you.
0: Okay, I got that.
2: Which okay, that sounds good.
0: Do you do you have to pay fifty thousand in order to understand that?
2: Well that was a free lesson.
0: Oh, that's the free lesson.
2: But in order to learn how to do that, yes, you gotta fork out the dough.
3: Jesus.
2: So Elron Hubbard um went up the ladder. He got to like level eight and then didn't die. He discarded his body so they, they're very careful. They don't say that he died. He discarded his body to move on to the other levels. He no longer needed his body.
0: That's some obi-wan Kenobi type of shit right there.
2: yeah, and he has several houses across um, <clears throat> the world. I don't the United States. He has several houses that are set up that are ready for him when he comes back.
0: Oh. He's coming back like Jesus. Yes. Interesting.
2: Yeah. So um, David Miscavige is now the leader of the church, but he, um, so in the docu-series they talk about, he um, is very violent towards the people. So if you, um, so if the three of us were in Scientology and I chose to leave, I can leave two ways. I can either okay cue the laughter i can either blow
3: <laughs> or
2: <laughs> which means i just leave like like i escape prison i just leave or you can um what, shit, what's it called suck route <laughs> you can route out which means you have to go through classes <laughs> to learn how to leave you have Sign affidavit stating that you witnessed no wrongdoing, that everything that you did was by your own volition, and so forth and such. So, these people that are coming on this docuseries saying that they witnessed, um, you know, beatings and mistreatment. Obviously, the church is like, you signed an affidavit saying that you were happy and you did all this yourself and you witnessed none of the things that you're saying. Interesting. So, um, there are Headquarters is in Clearwater, Florida. Um, Of course. (laughs) Yeah. They um, fought the IRS to become a tax exempt um, religion because they're religion. Yeah. So they tried to sue the IRS to get tax exempt. That wasn't working. So they have a policy called fair game which means if you are an enemy of the church um, a merchant of chaos that they have fair game which means L. Ron Hubbard wrote it in the policies that they can come after you at no cost to basically ruin you. So if you're coming out against me and you're saying bad things about me then the church is going to come after you. You're going to get website set up against you saying how evil of a person you are they're going to dig up all kinds of skeletons about you whether they're true or not and talk about how evil of a person you are they'll stand outside your neighborhood with with picket fences or you know picket signs saying that you know you're evil person and so forth they their goal is to ruin you even if that means that your job fires you because you're an evil person. That's their fair game policy. So wow. if you um are a suppressive person, which means you're an enemy of the church, you can't talk to people that are within Scientology. Um so if we were all in it and I left, I would no longer be able to communicate with you at all. And people like as soon as I left, people would come to you or to my family, and they would say, this person left, you can no longer speak to them again. Otherwise, you're considered a suppressive person, and you're no longer a member of the church. So, essentially, they excommunicate you. Yeah. But in the wow. worst possible way. Wow. Families have been split up. Um, fathers from their children, their adult children, um, husbands and wives, and so forth. It's crazy. But so they fought the IRS. They tried to sue the IRS to get tax exempt status. That obviously wasn't working because you can't sue the IRS. So they went after the individual auditors. And they.
3: Whoa.
2: And so until the IRS and the government was essentially. It's too much. We can't do this. We're never going to. You know, they're never going to give up. And so they granted them tax exempt status.
0: Wow, the things you can do when you get a whole lot of money, right? Mm-hmm.
2: So now they make That's even amazing. more money because they're tax exempt. So they're so they have more capabilities to hire private investigators to go after suppressive people, and um, they build all these buildings. So it looks like oh, we have all these buildings all over the world, but the buildings are literally empty, and they have um like footage of these grand openings at the buildings the people that are at the grand openings are members of the church like it's not oh the public came to celebrate it's who are
1: specifically flown in for that promotional shoot and then they all go back home right like they're not even in that community
2: yeah like they opened some um in uh harlem and they flew people in from California to be at the opening. And then they're like, okay, go back home. And now this building sits empty that they spent thousands of dollars on.
1: Dude, apparently they're coming to Detroit.
2: <gasps> oh.
1: I, honestly, I thought they
0: were already here.
2: They might be.
1: Yeah, they might. Because, I mean, they filmed this before it came out, obviously. Yeah. You yeah, could go to the here.
2: Scientology website and enter your zip code to find the nearest church near you.
0: Hmm. Aren't we so lucky?
2: The One um, is here is in Champaign which is about an hour north of me.
0: So how many times have you gone?
2: None because I just found out it was there.
0: Jesus. You gotta go and check it out.
2: I was in LA a couple years ago and I walked past the one that's like right like on Hollywood Boulevard and I took a picture of it and now if I were to go I'd be like let me take a test
0: (laughs) I think that's fascinating it's so much money involved um, and it's all about um, you know getting to that next level of clearness
2: Mm -hmm. well and they talk Um, about how like you can't so if you're at one level um, you can't find out what's on the other level until you get there so you only know. So much knowledge at whatever level you're at. And if you get to like OT3, then you get to see the actual writings of L. Ron Hubbard. So, you know, it's like, oh, if you read six books of the Bible, you get to see Jesus's actual handwriting, you know? So it's like that kind of thing where they're, you know, it's the carrot dangling in front of you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: But like Sean said, you'll get up so far and then they'll be like, like, there's a whole video on how some of the writings had a comma and some had a period. And so, they weren't sure what to use, so they used a semicolon. And so, then it didn't make sense because they were using semicolons in the readings. So, they went back and they changed everything to a comma or whatever. And so, then everybody has to rebuy all of the books again. Because what you had before was incorrect, even though all they changed was maybe the spelling of one word or they put a comma in place of a semicolon. Now you have to rebuy all the books. So there's another 15 grand that you got to shell out. Wow. Yeah.
0: And of course they're, they're writing them and publishing the book so that all the money goes Ah, to the church.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Now, so from what I remember, from what I recall, This uh, dianetics was nothing more than a children's science fiction book.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Have you heard that?
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's Zenu is the alien leader that is like, like that. Like he's the end goal, or like he's the one. Like he started it, and then he broke up little aliens that go. I don't know. It. It's a. It's. I'm not an OT eight. It's up an OT eight level. Heard about that.
0: <laughs> right. You're just a seven. Oh, I got it. <laughs> oh, interesting.
2: But so, like Tom Cruise, okay. So, their big draw is if you get celebrities to join, then obviously you look like you're doing some important shit because celebrities want to join. Of course. Tom Cruise is up there. He and David Miscavige are best friends. I read today that. David Miscavige was actually the best man at Tom Cruise's wedding. Which wedding? To Katie Holmes. The wedding of the century. Wow. Which the whole reason Leah Remini got started with this documentary was because she, when she was at the wedding, because she was a famous Scientologist, when she was at the wedding, David Miscavige's wife, Shelly, was not there. And so she just asked somebody, oh, where's Shelly? And they were like, you don't ask about her. And so she- Shelly Miscavige hasn't publicly been seen since
1: 20... like 2003. Oh. Whoa. I
2: thought it was six. 2000- it could be. Yeah. She hasn't been seen in public in a long time. He still wears his wedding ring and they say that she's learning the teachings and that she's. um an ex Scientologist has said that she's under guard at gold base, which is what my theory was. I don't think she's dead. I think she's just in prison guarded. Yeah. Because (laughs) apparently she like filled some roles, um, some open roles. She filled with people without, um, her husband's permission or something.
1: Well, apparently this is just from the series, but Um, they were saying that she didn't agree with some of the mistreatments and the the things mm-hmm. he was doing, and she didn't ask him. She just did things, and he was like, "What the fuck!" And then after yeah. that, apparently, she—no one ever saw her again.
2: Yeah,
1: that's not so that's not my words. That's from the document. Our I don't song. think
2: I don't think she's dead, but they won't they definitely won't let her go because she knows too much.
0: That's fucked up, man. It really is.
1: So the interesting thing interesting, to though. me about everything you're talking about is and I know we've personally talked about this before, but just to put it on here and have michael's input like i feel like when you boil down scientology heaven's gate christianity even like all of these things they kind of all have the same system in place it's just how and colors and buildings and doctrines that change but really The belief and the leadership and the hope and the community and the wanting answers and the wanting to be better and like, oh, there's a there's something better beyond this earth. What do I have to do to make sure that I get there? Mm -hmm. It's all the same kind of, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think so.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh,
3: I mean, obviously not the
1: same, the same, but you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I'm going to argue.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you strip it down to the bare principles, yeah, it's all pretty much in sync together.
0: Yeah, the skeleton is the same.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure somewhere in a foreign country, people think that Christianity is a cult of, some, you know, or has cult like tendencies, you know, I mean, because we all flock to a building. Uh, we all believe the same thing. You know, we believe that there's one true God, you know, somewhere there's somebody that thinks that we're as crazy as, you know, somebody else.
0: Sure. Uh, and then, you know, a, a lot of atheists fall into that category where they say all religions are the same, but then there's uh there's another, definition of that that that's not atheist those that respect all religions and and believe that all religions lead to an omnipresent god just many different paths to it those are called omnis. and those are the people that believe everybody you know you can call your god whatever you want to call it he she they you can have multiple gods you can have one all religions all just point, excuse me, all just point up, if you will. And um, and at the core, they're all still the same. So uh, I get that philosophy. I get that mindset, I should say. Um, the fact is, is that, you know, if, if there are aliens out there they are looking down at us like a bunch of ants running around mindlessly, it would be pretty comical to see that we fight over all these different, air quotes, gods and religions and fight over land and fight over frivolous things that that perish very quickly and have very little merit. Fight over money, fight over, you know, procreation and all of this stupid stuff that we fight over and argue over. Um, I would think that anybody that is more advanced than us God will look down on us as we are foolish and silly and childlike, even in our most advanced ways. So that's my two cents.
2: Do you think that you could be? Would you call it an omnis? Yeah, omnis. Do you think you could Mm -hmm. be a Christian and an omnis, or is that defeat the purpose?
0: Yeah, I don't believe that you can be an omnist or, you know, omnism. I, I don't think that that jives with Christianity. You know, I mean, the thing that sets Christianity across, uh, apart from every other religion of the world is the person of Jesus Christ. So he is our sole division. You know, when, when Jesus first stepped on the scene, he said that he came to divide father and son mother and daughter that because of him there would be division in households all over his name because the fact is is that uh that the the, the way that the bible reads concerning christianity is that it's really all or nothing when it comes down to our faith like we totally believe in him Everything he's done and everything he says, or we don't. There's no real in-between. And so Christianity demands all, which is why the greatest demonstration of love that he could give for us was to give all himself, right? To give his life. So, um, you know, John said, or you know, he said it best in John. No greater love has a man than this, and he should lay down his life for his friends and it's the same thing that he demands you know the 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 harshness of the message of Christ is take up your cross and follow me that means die to everything that you were and everything that you are, and take on my identity, take on my take me on you know even just if you consider. Uh, The Holy Sacrament, Holy Communion. You know, he's saying you have to take me in. This is my body. This is my blood. Everything that I am, you have to take in. And I think that that separates Christianity from every single religion in the world. So uh, because of that, then omnism and Christianity, they just they would never be able to jive because omnism says, you know, Buddha is also God. Sure, not a problem. Hare Krishna, he's your God. No problem. Uh, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. So that makes me wonder. And this may be a dumb question, but so can I. I mean, like I believe in God and Jesus, but it's that am I? am I a bad Christian because I believe that other people are free to believe in whatever God they choose? Like I'm not pushing everyone to believe the same beliefs I do. So does that make me a bad Christian because I'm not preaching his word to other people? And I'm saying if, if you want to worship Buddha, then you worship Buddha.
0: No, I don't. I wouldn't consider you a bad Christian for that at all, but many Christians would consider you a bad Christian for that. Um, specifically in majority of the churches in America, they would say, yeah, that's a bad Christian. I don't. And the reason why is because um, Jesus, by his very nature, offers a choice. So you can either choose him or reject him. Right? So... If he offers a choice, why can't we? why can't we say, all right, hey listen, this is what I believe. this is what I know to be the truth. Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. no other name in the book of Acts that's what it says there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be safe, right? It's only in the name of Jesus. That is what Christians believe, but we are not. Christians who uh, for the namesake of Christ will force others to believe everyone has their own free will everyone has their own freedom to choose and everyone has to give an account for the choices that they make
2: because like I feel like I would be a hypocritical person if I am saying Oh, you believe in Buddha? Well, you're wrong because you believe in Buddha. That's because I'm judging them. To me, I see that as a judgment. And that's not my call. I'm, you know, that's God's call, you know. So it's like, to me, I feel like, well, you know, if I were to be a true Christian and try to convert everyone to my beliefs, then I'm judging you saying that your belief is wrong when that's not, I don't feel that that's the case. That's, I mean, that's just me personally.
0: No, and I agree with you. So for the way I read the Bible, the mark of a true Christian is not in your ability to convert others, but it's in your ability to submit to Christ. And so, like I said before, a a disciple of Christ is one who is progressively worshiping him. You grow in your worship. You grow in your adoration of him. You grow in obedience to him. You grow in your ability to follow him successfully. It's a, it's a, it's a relationship that grows. That's what Christianity is. It is not one that, uh, the definition of Christianity is not one who converts. But it's one who loves. That is what Christianity is. It's not about conversion. It's about loving.
2: All right.
1: Well, too, I I kind of think, you know, this is going to sound harsh, but I think it, to me, it's true for the people that say like, oh, you believe in Buddha or X, Y, and Z, you're wrong. Am I a fucking robot? You are a robot right now. Uh, But I think it's slightly immature because I think a mature Christian Christ follower would not just be like, "Oh, you're wrong. I'm right." Like that sounds like a child if you think about it.
2: Yeah, it does.
1: I have it the answer. You don't have the answer. Uh, I have the biggest toys in the world. Everything I do is awesome. I'm working on a health plan and it's going to be amazing. <laughs>
2: well, that's, maybe that's why you're true, quote unquote true Christians think that trump is the best person ever because
1: like i think the kidding. the older i get i realize there's wisdom in not just reacting or just saying like how you communicate i guess which and i'm not a good communicator because i'm a blunt person and if you can't handle it i'm like well fuck you don't talk to me then <laughs> but <clears throat> To just blanket statement, be like, well, if you're gay, you're going to hell. So, peace out. That's, the, no. <laughs> would Jesus do that? Yeah. Does that sound like a mature Christian?
3: I don't think Christian? he would.
2: No. Yeah, would the same person who left the 99 to find the one, would he be like, peace out? You don't believe in me, so bye.
0: Perfect example. Perfect story to yeah. lean on. When it comes down to the character of Christ and um, his ability to love and care. Um, it, it goes beyond beating somebody up over something that you disagree with. You know, I mean, the, the, the fact that the, the nature of learning is realizing that you're not always right. That's the nature of learning. That's the basis and the foundation of learning. And growing. Is realizing that you're not always right. That you don't have all the answers. And that there's something that you could freaking learn.
1: Well I think there's this culture in church that's. Once you become saved. It's almost like you you are sitting at the right hand of God. And you get to judge. And you have the answers. And you are right. And everyone else isn't and it's very disgusting and pushes people away
2: well so i mean if every you know if i mean if everybody gets to hold that special title of sitting at the right hand of god then what makes it so special Mm, that's just a thought
1: yeah i mean exactly that but the point is is because you accept christ you're not accepting a fucking gold medal here you're accepting war you have entered a relationship that you have to war against your flesh and your own heart because the bible says that the heart of man is deceitful and we don't even know what it wants but it definitely does not want what's good, pure, holy, think on these things. Like, I've sinned. I'm going to sin. I'm always going to sin. It's not that I'm never going to sin now because I'm a Christian. It's that I'm in a relationship. I'm in a process. And my glory days won't ever come until I'm not on this earth and I am in heaven with my creator, worshiping my fucking face off because he's so holy that I can't do any other thing. But, you know, we don't we don't t- teach that in the pulpits. We just want people to be like, oh, Jesus had a little blood come down his skull, and he died on a cross, and now you have the power and authority, brothers and sisters. All right, <laughs> let's take up an offering.
2: Is Hulk Hogan the <laughs> preacher at that church? You
1: got it, brother. <laughs>
0: hulk nation hulk smash the devil in the face wow
1: you know what i'm saying though i'm off i'm making a joke out of it but like yeah i mean you're right you're
2: not wrong but see but i think that because like people like us have that belief that you just said that's why we're in the unchurched cult We're hip. if you will <laughs> you know because we see that you know yeah, we, all, cult. we don't have to be like the rest we can, we can believe the same things but do it this way
1: practice it differently
2: yeah absolutely
0: you can be as good as the rest of them or as bad as the worst but don't test me
2: get money
0: you better move over get money no nobody knows that we're song? both super white so oh god all right here we go so there was this great prophet named biggie smalls uh, i'm joking
2: sorry i was anyway. team tupac
0: oh that's fine <laughs> I wasn't involved in their conflict at all, so I I, I love them both. Um. Anyway, um. Yeah. So uh, Jesus sets us apart, for, or sets Christianity apart from every single religion, right? So, uh, you know, and as I said before, if if God reserves the the right to judge men to the end of their days, why should we judge right now? Like he obviously, if he truly is omniscient, which means he knows all, then um, we should really be trying to reserve judgment uh, for the most part, uh, the best as we can, I should say. Not for the most part, but we should be trying to reserve judgment the best that we can, Uh, because at the core, as individuals, we're all the same, right? Right. Every single one of us, just to take us all the way back to the beginning of the conversation, every single one of us has uh, two basic needs within us. And this is something that you learn in psychology and counseling. Uh, We all need to feel significant and secure as individuals. And so uh, we gain our significance for the most part, from our tribe, from our community. And, uh, and we derive our security, our, 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 what did I say the first time? Significance. Our security comes from our tribe. Our significance comes from our tribe. Both of them can. Uh, from the community that we, that we have and that we're a part of. Uh, every single one of us need, needs those two things. And uh, I will say something very um, atypical of Christians. Any kind of organization that you're a part of has the ability to provide those two things for you. And so who are we to say that something is wrong if it's providing you with that significance and security? Now, we can debate on different levels of uh, healthiness. When it comes down to where we're getting that significance and security. Because some people get significance out of their bottle, right? I can drink anybody under the table. That gives me significance.
1: Not anybody. But we
0: can. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We won't even debate about that. <laughs> but I, I'm just, uh, what I'm trying to say is that what we can debate on is the. Scale of healthiness of where we're grabbing that significance from. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that a very healthy thing? Well, it, th- there are healthier things to derive your sign- significance from as an individual. So, uh, yeah. But then, even in the church, they would argue well, the bottom line is really about where you're going to end up after you die, heaven or hell. And a lot of religions out there, a lot of cults out there, there is no heaven or hell. And so they're not living their lives with that fear in the back of their minds that they're going to be judged for something that they do, something that they do that's going to send them to hell. Because they don't have that weight over them. Their conscience isn't fed by a fear of hell. And I think that that's a a downfall of Christianity. A lot of our behavior as Christians is dictated by our understanding and definition of what hell is. And it shouldn't be. And I would argue that the mark of a true... Not not true. The mark of a more mature Christian would not be a fear of hell, but of a love and a lifestyle of worship of Jesus Christ. So in other words, what I'm saying is, is that... My behavior is not dictated by my fear of the consequence, but my behavior is dictated by my effort and desire to love Jesus more. Just that small change right there in philosophy and in mindset and heart uh, would cause a huge behavioral change and shift uh, in the minds of, of Christians. Unfortunately, too many churches are preaching death, hell, and damnation and not, hey, you should love Jesus more, worship him more, obey him more. Because you love him, not because you're afraid of some dire consequence of eternity.
1: Amen.
0: My two
3: cents.
2: I think to tie that into the whole cult topic i mean at a upper level that thought process also is what draws people to a cult
0: yeah so the the you're saying the the thought process that's against that mindset of hell and death and damnation and
2: yeah because this the the cult or you know the group that they join gives them a sense of everlasting life you know like i said whether that's you know on a spaceship behind a comet i mean it's that's their thought process of everlasting life and the next big step and it's not you know i'm not gonna die and be dead and no one's gonna remember me i'm going on to a next better life and you know to learn more teaching or you know whatever and i i mean at the again at the skeletal core. It all kind of is the same.
0: Sure, because I, I think we're both saying the same thing. It, uh, it, another way to put it would be, uh, "What is your eternal security?" Yeah, yeah. So, so in a in a in certain cults, the security would not necessarily be heaven, but it would be something like it, right? You know, a place of rest or a place of paradise or a place where you get seventy-two virgins. You know, whatever a place a place of bliss in Christianity. Obviously that place is, is called heaven where God dwells and we will live in eternity worshiping him together. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing to think of, but I can understand a person who says, well, I don't need that. I don't want to be on my face for eternity, you know, worshiping some, some person that, I don't ever really get to know until I die. Um, and I also don't want to go to this place of hell fire either. There's got to be another alternative. And so, yeah, there's a lot of places that will give you an alternative to heaven or hell that won't have as many restrictions on your behavior. Um, and you can still get there, you know, following certain hoops. Yeah. So at the core, is the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know,
0: it really is. Um,
2: well, there's Sean. I can say, Sean, did you get to the episode where they interview um, some Jehovah witnesses? No. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a whole nother thing, you know, and again, it' their promises, you know, that you'll, it's the paradise, you know, that's, you know, you follow Jehovah and you will get to the paradise at the end. When, you know, when the world is, reaches Armageddon, you know, again, the book of Revelation and, you know, there's a promise of a paradise.
0: As long as you're part of the 144,000. Right. Which is 7 billion people on the earth right now. And just uh, as many have died. That's why you got to go door to door. Yeah, you got to work your way into that 144.
2: But again, or that's you know, there's way. your, there's your, you know, your bones are in there again. Where mm-hmm. you know,
0: yep. Do this to get that yeah. type of deal. Mm-hmm. Performance based religion. And, and so one of the things that got me in trouble in preaching uh, in the church is that I believed that I believe that Christianity is not. Gotcha, bro. That Christianity is not performance based, it's faith based. And, and so a lot of Christians have a hard time separating those two. So they're like, you know, you, you got to do this. And, and they're very law oriented, I should say. That's the best way to put um, performance orientation or or law based in their religion. What the fact is, is that if we truly believe that Jesus Christ fulfilled all of the law, then we have to conclude that um, the law is not the key into heaven. And it's not the key into being accepted by God as his child. So, there has to be something else, and I think that w- what Paul preached in the in the New Testament over his twelve or thirteen books was the fact that salvation is a result of grace and faith, not of our actions, right Ephesians two eight and nine. It's by grace that we're fa- that we're saved through faith that not of ourselves, it's the gift of God, the salvation that we receive from Jesus Christ is a gift that we receive if we just choose to believe in him. And so if any performance is necessary, it is that of faith, believing in who he said that he is. There's so many churches that don't agree with that philosophy. They'll quote that scripture all day long, but they don't agree with it. And it's evidenced by the law that they preach on Sunday mornings
3: hmm.
0: when it's just very simple there is a there is a huge contradiction that exists within the church because they don't know how to marry the performance-based Christianity which is do this and don't do that versus the faith-based Christianity which says if you just believe in me you can have this free gift And so because they cannot reconcile those two schools of thought, they essentially damn everybody to hell. Yeah. It's the easy thing to do. Yeah. You know, you didn't do this right. This is going to end you up in hell. You didn't do that right. You're going to go to hell for that. You lied. You stole. You cheated. You did this. You did that. All of those, all of those things, God hates, and you're going to go to hell for them. But I believe in Jesus. What happened to the faith in Jesus Christ? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's just where you start, and it's like,
2: (sighs) well, and I think that's where people get, you know, that's why it's so easy for people to turn away. It's because they want to make it so black and white, and it's not that it's not easy to be black and white, you know?
0: No, it's not. It really isn't. Uh, But, you know, hey. I don't know. The reason why we're on church is because we choose to no longer sit and listen to that bullshit.
2: Right. We're in the gray.
0: We're in the gray. We're the the gray Jedi. Which, speaking of which, let's nerd out for a second while Sean is still gone. All right, Are are you up to speed on Mando?
2: Um, I may be One behind, I think.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: I know his name, if that's where you're going.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank God you do. Well, if you're only one behind, then yeah, you definitely... How did you feel about the fact... Oh, well, you haven't seen the last episode, so I can't say that. Damn it.
2: Okay, I mean, I read he got kidnapped or something.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. So...
2: That's all I know.
0: So, here, here, here's here, here's where you fucked up, Prez. So
2: sorry, so sorry.
0: <laughs> you you weren't just supposed to do your homework on the cults. You're supposed to catch up on all the Star Wars shit that's going on right now, oh. so that we can rap about it. You're supposed to do both. Um,
2: sorry.
0: Yeah, obviously, yeah, he got kidnapped, but um, uh, I, I I. So I was very disappointed that he wasn't in the last episode. You didn't really see him at all. And they didn't really go into it. But this next episode that's coming up uh, is supposed to be badass. And the series is about to end as well.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
0: So, um, and so we've got a couple things that are supposed to happen by the end of the series. One, Mando is supposed to get Grogu back. And then two there's supposed to be another Jedi that steps on the scene that agrees to train Grogu.
2: Ah. Oh.
0: so because he did, he, he did, he sat on the sacred rock and he set out the beacon, the force beacon. <clears throat> and there's somebody that's supposed to respond to it. And I think that we're, it's going to be like the way that the force awakens ended. Like, you know, she, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like she gives Luke Skywalker the uh, the lightsaber, and that's his one cameo for the entire three hour movie. <laughs> and and then we're gonna have to wait for the next season to to see uh, who it is. But I got a feeling that two other things are gonna happen. Grand Admiral Thrawn is probably going to be one face that we're going to see on the last episode. And then as for the Jedi is concerned, I think it's going to be, um, God, what is his name? What is his name? He was the kid. Did you see Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, the the cartoon series?
2: Um, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. What's his name? Ezra so, is it
0: Ezra Bridger. Ezra, Ezra Ezra Bridger, thank you. Yes. I think he's going to be the one that 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 comes back. So I think you're going to see both of them, Ezra and uh Thrawn. I think you're going to see both of them at the last episode. And um and it's going to be a cliffhanger
2: mm-hmm. as
0: to whether or not Ezra is going to actually train
3: Grogu.
2: Did you see that the girl I, I can't pronounce her name, but she was the one. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. She has yeah. her own spinoff coming.
0: Yes, which is so dope.
2: Hey, and real for quick. For
1: sure. Is that Mimi yeah. from Rent?
0: Mimi from Rent.
1: You're talking about the Jedi in the second yeah. to last episode?
2: Rosario yeah. Dawson is her name. She was, I don't know what she was.
0: Mimi from Rent. Sorry, keep going.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: I never saw Rent.
2: Um, uh, and then five hundred. Yes, it is, by the way. It is her?
0: Yeah, Rosario Dawson from Rent.
2: Well, there you go. I didn't know it she played Sean. Look Nerd at me
1: knowing Sean. someone, but I don't know their name. <laughs> right. You obviously. nerded
2: out in the Broadway scene there for a minute.
1: Dude, she was beautiful, and she can sing. Oh my god, she can She's sing. Still beautiful.
0: She was also in Men in Black three or two. Yeah. Also, she was in Men in Black. Are two. you
1: saying that there's a couple more episodes left for season two?
0: Yeah, there's only a couple left. Yeah. To come out though. What?
2: Are Are you caught up?
1: I thought so. The last one was where Bill Burr, it was his last thing and they yeah, went
0: I think there's there might be two or three episodes left. Two more. Yeah, so are they, they already out? More.
1: No, they're not out. No. Yet. Okay, that was my question.
2: No. Okay. Um and then the As other you both Did you both judge see- me? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, sit out a little kid. So hard
3: right now.
0: Judging so hard
2: Commando episode Go away Come out right away Read some books uh, And then did you see that Hayden Christensen Signed on to the um The spinoff for Obi-Wan
0: Yes Yes That's gonna be awesome Did you watch the trailer for The Did you watch the newest trailer for Obi-Wan
2: No I didn't know there was a new one out
0: Yeah there's a new one out That is Um that basically is voiceovered by Darth Maul.
3: Ooh.
0: The entire trailer is Darth Maul talking to Kenobi. And it is Sweet. so badass. And then at the end of the trailer, you see his face, and then you hear his voice. Kenobi! Oh, it's just like, give you chills. I can't wait. i watch him. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And you can look it up on YouTube. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, so, uh, so that whole timeline, even with Kenobi and um, Darth Maul, that was the same timeline as young Ezra Bridger. Oh. So, so um, essentially, what happens in Star Wars Rebels, you got to watch the series. It's like, four seasons I think it is um, and you can watch it on Disney Plus or whatever anyway um, Ezra Bridger gets seduced by the dark dark side and uh, it was all Darth Maul that was seducing him the entire time
2: interesting okay
0: and if you watch that you actually get to see Darth Maul die like for real die this time the first time he died it was just you know Dang it. So you haven't seen Rebels, so you don't even know Darth Maul is still alive.
2: No, I knew that. I did know
0: that. Oh, you did know that. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So, I'm sorry. I I guess we should have um, started this conversation off by saying, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen (laughs) Rebels and you're not caught up on Mando, don't listen to the last part of this podcast. Anyway. Oh. Here's
2: my griefs about this season with Mando. Okay. I don't like that they've made Baby Yoda have more human baby noises. It bothers me.
0: Really? Why?
2: This is, this is wrong. He's more noisy in this <laughs> season wrong. than he was the first one. He had cute noises before. Now he just sounds like the track of a baby. That's disturbing.
3: Yeah. Okay. But he's and while still he I, is technically cute. still a baby.
2: Okay, well that leads me into while I I appreciate the fact that he, like the fact that Mando used his real name he will always be Baby Yoda he will not be the child and he will, I cannot call him Grogu. No? He's Baby Yoda. But
1: that's what he responds to.
0: <laughs> he responds to his name. Yeah. You know. I don't know, I think it's pretty cool. If we're talking about qualms we have,
1: I can't believe (laughs) Mando took his fucking helmet off in front of all them people.
3: But but I understand
1: it it makes the scene that much cooler because you're like, holy shit,
0: he, like, is committed to this. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But still. I I think that was cool, though. I think that was cool because it kind of spoke to him starting to break away from that Death Watch code. Well... Which, if you watch Rebels again, Laurel, if you watch Rebels, you'll get the history of the watch. Okay. That's talked about in Mando.
1: And I understand that, like, watch he's her. he's already broken the code with stealing Grugo, whatever it's called. Baby Yoda. <laughs>
2: Grogo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Grogu, dude. Grogu,
3: get so it right. So at
1: this point it's get like it right. bro, who cares if you wear your helmet? Like <laughs> I don't know. I just was like is he gonna do it? And then he did it and I
0: was like Ooh.
1: because
2: this is the way, Sean. This is the way.
0: This is so <laughs> this is so the way. It really is. <laughs> um I'd t- I'm super enjoying it and I've watched all the cartoons. Because they're all part of canon. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. And
0: they explain a lot of stuff, a a lot of the stuff, like during the Clone Wars, and then Rebels, the Rebels series. It's very cartoony and it's very kiddish. But, I mean, you get to see Darth Vader, you get to see uh, Ahsoka Tano when she's older.
2: Oh, yeah, Ethan used to watch it when he was little.
0: What does that say about me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: they who what was the villain that they had on Rebels was a good one too I can't remember what his name was.
0: that was Admiral Thrawn who was being talked about in Mando right now
2: oh okay
0: yeah so you get to see the history of Admiral Thrawn
2: okay
0: I'm telling you all the people that they're bringing up right now in Mando are the people from Rebels
2: alright alright
0: so you get to see them in action. So um it's definitely worth a worth a watch. Star Wars Forever. May the force be with you.
2: And also with you.
0: Okay, now you're just being Catholics. <laughs> Alright guys, this was fun. Should we tie it up? Put a bow on it? Sure.
2: Yeah, let me here's my closer.
0: Alright, close us out.
2: You've never watched um bad lip reading on youtube i highly recommend they have a channel bad lip reading um they um the newest one that is on constant repeat at our house is um my stick is better than bacon (laughs) (laughs)
3: that one and
2: also the previous that's the sister song to "Seagull." stop it now I highly recommend you listen to both of those and then text me later thanking me (laughs) deal that should be um, the way to enter our unchurched cult
0: Oh boy. It's our stress test. I can take it.
2: Yeah, that's our stress test. (laughs) If you can make it through those videos, you're in.
0: Got it. Love it. Want some more of it. All right, Sean.
1: Here comes robot me. Laura, I just want to thank you, first off, the prez of the fan club, for joining us for our 200th episode. It's not a huge deal, but it is a big deal. It's a big uh, deal. Yeah, definitely appreciate the conversation. We've had... Hey, listen, if you are listening and you like this convo, maybe we made you laugh. Maybe we made you say... You're stupid, but I still want to listen. (laughs) Email us at info at unchurchpod.show. Check out our website. It's um, unchurchpodcast.show. And if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we kind of post every once in a while, so whatevs. Um, Both of those handles are at unchurchedpod. And lastly, never leastly if you're wherever you're listening go ahead if you like this conversation again just you know subscribe like follow leave us a rating if it's five stars we're gonna shout you out if it's four stars we'll think about shouting you out if it's (laughs) three
0: stars you get the idea
2: (laughs) if it's one star we'll send the government after you
0: and make you talk like a robot It's all good. That was my bow. Thank you, guys. All right. Sweet. Appreciate you guys listening. Peace. We love you a long time. So long, we love you. Hey.